Testosterone with Doc Farhan. Along with the five most interesting questions that y'all have on testosterone, we discuss how he went from being a 31-year-old virgin. I'd never kissed a girl. I was still a virgin at the age of 31. To starting his own herb-enhancing testosterone company. Five years ago, I started a company called Afro-D. He brings up some intriguing studies on testosterone. It's not the guy who won the marathon. The ones that have the highest boost in testosterone are those who met their personal goals. Sex. Having high testosterone is not causal to having more sex, but having more sex is causal to having more testosterone. And of course, the producers of testosterone, the testicles. Your balls shrink. Let's do this. Welcome to the Subject Matter Experts Show. Everybody, I am here with Doc Farhan. And I just want to set the stage because the last time I seen him was in Tulum. And if anybody listening has been to the jungle gym in Tulum, you know that it's big open space. It's essentially like my dream gym, like what I wish a gym to be and huge ceilings, but there's no walls, ropes, uh, big open areas. And I walk in right when it opens, I was meeting him there and I walk up walk past this like, uh, I don't know, it's like this gymnastics area with a wood floor. And I walk and I'm looking around and sitting in like a version of Lotus with a bald head right in front of the squat rack, essentially like meditating is Doc Farhan, super filled with life force, super big smile. He stood up nice, perfectly groomed body hair on his chest. Give him a big hug. But this is the man that we're going to be talking to today. He is a doctor, I'm assuming. You're a doctor, right? Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> want to make sure that's not a nickname. And yeah, and he helps a lot of men. But why don't we hear from you, Doc Farhan, what you do in your business with men? Why don't we start there? So when I started off 10 years ago, it was basically teaching men how to boost testosterone because I was also on my testosterone journey. This is back in 2013. I found out that my testosterone levels were that of an 82-year-old man. They were chronically low, and I got, it, I got my testosterone results, I, you know, the whole blood panel, and I found out that this is not appropriate for me as a 31-year-old. So then... At that moment, I decided that not only am I going to boost my own testosterone naturally, 100% naturally, but at the same time, I'm going to help other people because I had all these friends with low T as well. I was mm -hmm. hanging out with a bunch of low T people. So I said, I'm, I'm going to help out the community and I'm going to help myself out and I'm going to use my scientific background to do so. Because in 2013 is when I got my PhD in neuroscience and and I know from, you know, seven years during, during that PhD, sitting down all the time and uh, uh, not eating healthy, not exercising, it just took a toll. So that's what I started doing. I had a business where I would write eBooks, I would sell video courses to people and they would, you know, they would get value from that and they would, you know, just stay up my customer for years and years. And some of those guys from 10 years ago are still my customers. But more recently, what I decided to do was explore what herbs can boost testosterone naturally. 
So five years ago, I started a company called AfroD, which helps guys take us with a supplement that they can boost their testosterone just by taking this supplement. But we also help them through, you know, one-on-one coaching, group coaching, free coaching. And so it's a very holistic attitude towards helping a man, no matter what his age is, although most of our men are older, uh, boost their testosterone naturally. Nice. Uh, We're going to get into that subject really deep. But I do have some questions on your your Afro D business because I'm intrigued with how you were able to start that up and scale it and build a team and get this all over the world to your clients. So how is that process of actually starting a supplement company? Is was it easy? Can you walk us through how that process went? It's it after doing a PhD, things seem easy. Mm. <laughs> you know? um, I would so because I was totally driven for this goal, it it now looking back, it like seems easy. But it's also that as I, you know, I worked five years to, to get my exercise right, my food right, my, my sleep right. And so my testosterone was already getting more, you know, increasing. So the, the, the struggle was like easy almost. Like I wanted to do it. I wanted to go out there and, 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 and struggle and, and have difficulties. But in terms of starting the company, I was already an affiliate for different supplements that other people were selling. So right. I already knew that there was a market because I would, I would make thousands of dollars a month just by selling other people's products. So I was like, wait, why am I doing that when I can just start my own company and take 100% rather than like 30%, right? And also I would be able to get the best suppliers possible. So there's one game here, which is picking the right suppliers for the ingredients and most supplement companies don't do that. They just take the cheapest shit from Alibaba or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But what we do is we go in the world and we say, okay, who is the best supplier? And we get it from that person who has like, you know, 40 years of experience in that ingredient. And, and one real key was that I brought on someone in the team who had a, around 12 years of experience establishing relationships with different suppliers in the world. And Ra, you're really good at this, establishing relationships and, and having that. So, you know, when we went to that beach club, so many people came up to you because they already know you, right? So you didn't have to like do anything. It's like you already had like so many friends there uh, just because they knew you from Instagram and so on and from the value you've provided. So for me, it was bringing this guy on who already had 12 years of experience and he already knew all the suppliers, So rather than me climbing this learning curve, which Mm -hmm. God knows how many decades it can take, uh, I got lucky there. And the other really important thing of starting a business is having the right co-founder. Now, you don't need a co-founder, obviously. But for me, my co-founder, Imran, he's like the total opposite. (laughs) So whatever I don't want to do, he loves. And whatever he sucks at, I'm really good at. So we kind of have had this team from the very beginning and he was already totally bought in because he was like buying every product I ever sold, like be one of the first people to buy it. And he worked for me for as an intern for so long. So I was like, man, this guy is like, I got to make him a partner. 
So that was very important because no matter what struggles you face in the company, which there's a lot, right? There's logistics, manufacturing, tax, like business structure, having the right co-founder is key. This is inspiring. And, and then, so you're talking about a team, talking about essentially having a, a, a time machine in the version of somebody with 12 years of experience of, of looking into the industry. And then also I like how you're talking about the value of ingredients because many consumers especially don't know that there's a difference in how one plant is grown in a different part of the world and and the plant essences that develop over the environment that that plant was growing and and how much water it was fed what water what side of the hill it's on is it in a valley is it on a mountaintop are they using the stems are they using the roots are they using the plants to get the extracts from all of that stuff matters but all the consumer really sees is the name of the ingredient on label so there's a huge variance in the quality of ingredients that you could get in a supplement so and you're teaching men natural ways to boost their testosterone what is your definition of testosterone and how does it work in the body definition well it's it's a hormone it's a chemical messenger it allows different organs and systems to communicate with each other so when for example when testosterone is produced by the testes it has to travel in the blood to different parts like your muscle cells or your liver cells or inside your brain and so it's it's essentially a a, a messaging service right it, it it's conveying messages to different cells through the functioning of receptors it has to bind to an androgen receptor and the cool thing about testosterone which is very rare by the way once once it binds to an androgen receptor it can go inside the cell and communicate with the nucleus which is rare i mean this type of stuff doesn't happen so it can alter gene expression inside the nucleus just through this hormone by literally going inside the cell and that's rare because most neurotransmitters they'll bind to the receptor and everything else will do the work you know second messengers and this and that but testosterone itself goes all the way inside so it's a very powerful hormone and in terms of what it's doing to the body i mean there's so many functions first thing we can start off with is libido libido energy drive when when a difficult task appears and and again it's not just you know testosterone is signaling and communicating with all these other hormones too cortisol prolactin estrogen dopamine so it's not just functioning on its own right a lot of marketing and and i've been i've been guilty of this too it's like oh you know testosterone is all in all no it's not it's not right because when you look at people who are castrated right mm-hmm. they they have very 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 small because testosterone is not just produced in the testes but it's also in the in the adrenal cortex uh adrenal gland so you might have a little bit of testosterone and sometimes that's enough 
to even get an erection. And that's enough to have libido and drive and, and, and grow muscle. So it's not like, hey, if I castrate you, you're done. No, 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 it's not like that. You, you may have a lower, uh, you know, your, your pitch might become higher, right? You might have a higher frequency pitch. Or, or you may not grow body hair if it's done very young. Uh, that, you know, they used to do that with the choir, you know, 60, 70 years ago. They would just castrate the men because they didn't mm -hmm. want the, the pitch to, to go lower. Right. Uh, they probably still do it today in Italy and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but so, yeah, it, it's, um, it's a chemical messenger and it, is, it has many, many different functions, but it's also interacting with other hormones. Right. There's a relationship. And you talked about it alters gene expression. Sort of like a, it has an epigenetic potential. It can turn the volume up or down on certain gene expression. Do you have an example of that? Yeah, I can give you an example from my own life. Because that, that's the most meaningful, first-hand experience. So when I was, so from 2013 to 2014, right after I finished my PhD, I lived in Vegas for a year because I wanted to become good at like picking up girls and, you know, going to clubs and interacting with women and becoming confident because I had like zero confidence, like literally none. I'd never kissed a girl. I was still a virgin at the age of 31. It was just like a horror, horror. Oh, yeah. 31, man. And I didn't even lose my virginity in Vegas. It was after that. It was like our, I was like 32 and a half years old. I still remember the girl. Like I still remember everything that happened. It was Everyone crazy. remembers the first. <laughs> Uh, not, not so pretty for her, but it was pretty for me. <laughs> I was like, damn. Um, but so, so not being able to satisfy those women in Vegas, because I would, you know, I would bring girls home. Uh, they were very pretty and I was aroused by them. So, you know, the libido and drive was there. But I was, I basically had an anxiety where the, so test, so let's back up a little bit. The total testosterone in someone's body, in the, if that's, that's sort of everywhere, right? The total number of molecules. Mm -hmm. Total it, T. It, total T. It's just sort of a very cursory, superficial way of looking at, at testosterone. You have to look at the free testosterone, which is like actually being used because the mm -hmm. other stuff is, is, is useless. And so what is not bound to albumin and SHBG, cortisol, there's these proteins and molecules that bind testosterone that make it useless. So the testosterone that is not bound, it's known as free or bioavailable, which is another term. It's a different meaning, but similar. That's what can be used by the body. So for me, 10 years ago, when I was unable to do anything with these women, like could, could not get an erection, just like it was, but I was still aroused, right? This is what's interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then as I... And I can't say that it was just testosterone, right? But as I started optimizing my androgens, which are the male hormones, testosterone specifically, because that's my, that was my whole focus. Everything else was a bonus. I started getting boners with women in real life, right? So now what, now obviously my DNA is the same. The DNA doesn't change, but the epigenetic signaling, right? The, the methyl groups and demethylation and what's happening to turn those genes on and off. So obviously I had those genes, right? To get it up, to, to have that. And those molecules that are necessary, like nitric oxide and so on, 
to actually make the erection happen, the physiology of it, those genes were there. Those enzymes existed. But the turning on was not really prominent enough. So as I went on my journey, luckily that happened. Miraculously that happened. And uh, it took work and it took dedication and it took uh, fortune and uh, being around the right people. And uh, so that epigenetic signaling allowed me, for example, today, I, I can do that, uh, you know, thank God, in, in a very satisfactory way for me and my partner. Mm -hmm. So you're mentioning no or low, soft erections. Are there any other problems for low testosterone? Energy is a big one. Energy. In fact, energy is... And energy is, is very interesting, right? Like, I mean... Ra, you know better than anyone about energy. I mean, I learn a lot of energy stuff from you all the time. But the, the energy, whatever limited knowledge I have about like the, the, the energies of the earth and my body and you know, whatever I'm learning every single day, there's this craving for life, right? There's this thing like, okay, this is a very challenging task. I'm going to go and do it. This is difficult. Man, I don't know. I don't know if this is for me but I'm going to go and do it. Mm -hmm. So the challenge starts feeling good. It's, there's, this, there's this drive inside where you go and do things which you wouldn't have done in the past. So that's one. Another one, which I've noticed in myself and many clients, is simply losing fat. Now, that may be a testosterone growth hormone relationship and, and others. But this has been reported all the time, right? It's, it's this increase of muscle, decrease of fat. And of course, it's not just testosterone. It's, it's an interplay of many molecules. But the physique, the look of somebody can be very well affected. Because when guys, you know, after the age of 30, testosterone drops 1% to 2% every year. So for some people, more than that. Some people, less than that. So guys who are in their 50s, 60s, their testosterone levels drop, you know, and then they start taking injections, and which I don't recommend, none of that synthetic stuff. But it's because their energy is low. That's why they're doing it. And they can't, don't have confidence in the bedroom. Energy to do their work at their job. Right? So these are, I mean, there's a, so many facets of testosterone, so many amazing benefits of, of having optimal testosterone. But then, just as a caveat to that, I personally know people with very high testosterone, total and free, which have anxiety. Mm -hmm. right? So there right. is this interplay of cortisol coming in, creeping in, um, and, and other hormones. So yeah. Yeah, it's almost like if it's too much, you have this this feeling that you're not satisfied constantly right and then that's i think there uh, i don't want to quote a statistic that i don't know i was going to say something about the the average level of testosterone of men in jail and i think there's mm. a correlation of higher testosterone probably because of that anxiety and need for more 
which leads to things. But uh, it's so, hard. It's hard. It's hard to say the causal nature because it could be that the people with high testosterone go to jail. <laughs> so right, it's like um, right. Yeah. So let's get to your specialty and what you're doing in uh, with Afro D. So what are and, and we could talk about Afro D. We could maybe if you know any other gems that people can practice on their own. What are some like what are the best ways to optimize testosterone levels in people? And are we mm-hmm. talking about men? How could could you elaborate a little bit of the difference between the sexes? Yeah, absolutely. So Afro D has been traditionally market marketed towards men. Uh the only reason being is that I would not want to market something towards women when the clinical trials haven't been done. So the main ingredient in Afro-D, Tonkat Ali, has 22 clinical trials already done on it, right? There's already published. It's out there. Like People know. And, and I know Andrew Huberman's mention of Tonkat got that big trend. Everyone was talking about it. But I mean, I've been talking about it five years before he did, right? So it's like we've known this. These herbs, I mean, the Chinese and the Indians have known this for 5,000 years. So it's mm-hmm. nothing new. The first and foremost thing that I optimized was sleep. Okay. So there, there've been studies where they looked at guys who got five hours of sleep for five straight days. And then they, and then they, you know, with a control group that got normal seven to eight hours of sleep and the five hours of sleep was significantly lower testosterone. Right. And again, this is not like causal. There's a correlation there, but from my experience, it's just obvious. If sleep is not dialed in, forget about it. Simply because testosterone is produced during sleep. And during the, during the day, most people are going to lose testosterone. Like you, when you eat a meal, your testosterone dips, right? So, and, and also that's why when we get blood tests, it's always you get it the first thing in the morning. Like you get to the blood test center, you figure out all the forms the day before, and you go in and say, take my blood right now. So sleep is number one before anything, you, you know, herbs and this and that, forget about it. You're looking for a magic pill. There ain't none. Dial in your sleep. For me, what's work is sleeping early, waking up early. This is optimal for me. And I would presume it's probably optimum for most people. They just don't know it. Uh, so for, work on sleep first. The next easy thing is diet. I mean, it's not easy, but just eat natural foods, right? I, I try not to make things complicated because I know back in the day, I would be like, oh, you got to eat steak and, and uh, eggs and, and Brazil nuts and right? Like all these little mm-hmm. things. But what I've learned just through my experience is just eat natural stuff, right? Don't make it complicated. Like it's, it's not about what you eat. It's about what you don't eat. Right. So what, what needs to be avoided? I mean, and everyone knows this. I don't have to tell anyone, right? We know what we should avoid, uh, all the junk food and the processed food. Just avoid that. So diet. And then the third one is movement. Simply move. And again, I try to make it simple, right? It's not uh, you got to do squats and deadlifts and bench. Some people can't do that. Some people, it's a hard, it's a hard time doing even a body squat. So just move. Don't be sedentary. And then there's also, 
for, the, the, the fourth one is actually quite important. It, it, it's, a, it's very different from this, this, this uh, realm, like sleep, exercise, diet. And that is behavior. Having high testosterone is not causal to having more sex. But having more sex is causal to having more testosterone. So the behavior of what you do day to day can boost your testosterone even more than herbs can. Even more than, than, than what food you eat. It's the behavior. It's the, it's the activities. It's the thoughts. It's the challenges, right? If you start taking risk and you start challenging yourself and doing things that you never thought were possible, that for sure will boost your tea. So, so that should never be discounted. Because some people are like, okay, what should I eat? What, 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 you know, what, uh, what herb should I take? No, no, no. It's your mindset. And what are you doing day to day to challenge yourself, which is going to cause the real jump in testosterone? Hence, the crime and the, the jail stuff we, we talked about. Right? <laughs> don't, don't, don't commit a crime for testosterone, but yeah. I know we're not talking about attraction, but testosterone is something that women are attracted to, right? I, I feel that like how men are visually attracted to certain body parts in women because that's going to equal an evolutionary advantage for them. Women are also attracted to scents and behaviors in men. And a lot of that has to do with testosterone levels because that's going to signal health for her offspring if she mates with the particular male. And again, I don't remember the actual study, but 20 years ago also when when I was single and, and learning the, the field of women, I was looking into studies where women, where that was measuring women's attraction to men. And one study, the only thing that they could find that had the, the highest cause of attraction was a trait in men that they labeled Avoidance of safety. Avoidance of safety equaled attraction in women. And I think that that goes hand in hand with what you're talking about with risk and challenges, because that's so you're actually saying that risk and challenges causes testosterone. Yes. If uh, so, I'll, I know that the study you're talking about also, but there's a few more I want to talk about, which is very related to what you said. So when they look at stock market traders and they simply measure the salivary testosterone, usually testosterone is measured through blood. But in this case, obviously, they're not going to take a bunch of traders and, you know, bring in a blood thing. And mm -hmm. so it's just salivary measurement, which is still good because they're doing it before and after. So it's the same thing. So what they found is those that had the highest risk taking during one day, of trading, right? So they did a bunch of hundreds of traders had higher testosterone levels baseline, right? When they first measured it. And they found that those are also the same traders that made the most money. So what's interesting about testosterone is not that it allows you to just take risk randomly, like, okay, I'm just going to like randomly jump off this building. Mm -hmm. That could happen if cortisol is high, because in the same study, they measured cortisol and they found that for those men where cortisol was high, 
this, this, this didn't happen. This correlation of more money, more risk to testosterone didn't happen. But when cortisol was, I wouldn't say low, because we need cortisol to, to function, when it was not high, when it was average, those guys made more money, right? So that, that's one study. Another study, and, and you can ask me a follow-up if you like, but another study is with women's attraction towards men. You, you, you talked about that. Now, this concept of pheromones, it hasn't been fully proven for humans yet. Pheromones, it has been for animals for sure, right. all sorts of animals. But for humans, it's not, people don't believe it yet. However. It's crazy. <laughs> right. Because we are animals. Right, right. However, they have done studies where they found that women who were ovulating, when they, when, they, when they were exposing these women to different pheromone levels, or just smells, right, smells, they found that those men with higher testosterone were favored, but not when the ovulation phase wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Right, so only the ovulating ones. So, so there is something something interesting about about that as well. Again, there's like one or two studies, so I'm, I'm not going to put all my eggs in that basket. But uh, yeah, there, there's definitely an attraction towards men who aren't safe. We know this from experience, even right. So let's talk a little. So I like how the answer to how to naturally optimize testosterone your your components were sleep diet movement and behavior right those four Mm -hmm. so what is so getting into your afro d what is where does that come into play where does that come into the mix it's a very interesting question because i I think about this all the time (laughs) And you'd be the one to answer this. Yeah. There's two classes of men. One class of men have a personality where they need to take something physical to give them the push, the edge to take action and then go on the domino effect and upward spiral. Those are the men Aphrodite is for. All right, so our so our fifty thousand customers now, what they, a majority of them, they you know they were obese, um, some of them are divorced or the, the wife is not attracted to them anymore, they're no satisfaction in the bedroom, or they're getting bullied at work or something something bad is happening in their life, or they ju- they just are afraid to take their shirt off in public, right? These types of things, so they come into Afro D because they know that from the research. We know that Tonkatali boosts free testosterone, total testosterone, bioavailable testosterone naturally and significantly. We know this from the 22 clinical trials. They know that Shizandra berry, which is another ingredient, increases blood flow by increasing nitric oxide. So they know blood flow is important, obviously, right? Another ingredient is pearl powder, and that is to promote sleep because we want these guys to sleep better, you know, to calm themselves at night and so on. So they can be grounded and not jittery and too aggressive. So that's an Aphrodite, right? So they can produce testosterone during their sleep. 
And then the last ingredient is hushuwu, which is more of an anti-aging, antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, right? To, to cover all the bases of health. So they come in, they say, okay, I'm going to start taking this supplement. After a couple of weeks, one month, two months, sometimes even in the first few days, they get morning wood for the first time in decades. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wait a minute. I, ha- I don't remember this. What happened? My wife t- tells me that I got morning wood and I felt the morning wood. And that literally like sometimes 30 years, no morning wood. And now they have it. So now that gives them the push, right? Now they believe in themselves. They believe it is possible to get results even at that age, at any age. And that allows them to do other amazing things for themselves, like sleep better. Because we have also six full-time coaches in our, in our Facebook group. Right. So you can call them, you can do Zoom calls with them. We have Zoom calls every Sunday. Like there's there's a lot of help, support in addition to the supplement, because we know that it's not a magic pill. It's not just going to use it. Now, for some people, it is a magic pill. We've had testimonials where guys have said, look, I did nothing different. I just took this thing and I'm now amazing. And they take it for years. So that does happen. But in reality, majority of people you have to take action too. So that's where that's that's the first class of customers, right? The, the ones who need a push. So they take Aphrodite, they get a push. The second class of customers, they're already doing well. They're, they're performing well. They're, you know, they, they don't really have any erection problems or muscle building and all that. But they want the edge, right? They want the optimal health. They want to dial in all the androgens because... Aphrodite is not working on only testosterone. It's also working on cortisol because there's two adaptogens in there. Tonketalishazandraberry, which is optimizing your, your cortisol profile as well. So, so they start taking it to give them an edge on the competition and be the best in what they're doing, right? So the, the first class is more like, I'm a failure, I'm a failure. I don't want to be a failure. The second class is, I'm a success, but I want to be the best, but the majority is the first class. I've actually taken uh, I, three. Well, first they were in bags, then they're in bottles. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've had one bag and two bottles <laughs> in my life. And yeah, I feel the difference. And it is kind of like something that I take in addition, uh, you know, just when I'm feeling like I need it. I got that little black bottle in my cupboard. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take, take two of these or four of these or... I'll take six right now. <laughs> Are there any risks or side effects from testosterone supplementation? We can address this from a natural or chemical standpoint. Okay, let's start with natural first. Many of you know that I used to own gyms in downtown LA for about 10 years. So I've seen people on their health and wellness journeys for many years at a time. And by far the biggest impact that I've seen any of them make has been on the ULT lifestyle. This program allows one's bodies to be functional in that it nourishes the cells. It helps facilitate the detoxification of the garbage that gets built up and also has the components for your body to rebuild itself. I've seen my clients make more change in six to seven months than they did in six to seven years working out in my high intensity functional fitness gyms. Check out the description of this show for $120 off your first month. If you have the right supplier and if you take 
And if you pay very careful attention to the ingredients inside that testosterone supplement. So for example, our supplement, Afro-D, there's no fillers, no additives, no preservatives, no sugar, no junk, none of that stuff. It's just pure stuff, right? Whereas others, you know, they'll put in the, 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 the what is it? The magnesium stearate and they'll put in a bunch of junk in there, preservatives and uh, stuff they need to like, so the machine doesn't clog up when they make the capsules. They put all this junk in there. And, and our manufacturer would also always suggest that we do it. And we're like, nope, mm-hmm. we're not going to do that. Figure it out. Figure it out. And then we figured it out. Now we're using bamboo extract for the, the machine. Oh. It's 100% natural. So, uh, so yeah, it, if you pay attention to the suppliers and the ingredients and you know the sourcing of it, and you listen to the customer reviews, like the videos that they're making, then the side effect profile will be almost zero. So I'll give you some examples for Afro-D. We've had customers who experience a, you know, upset stomach for the first few days. Fair enough. Well, your digestive system is getting prepared. It has to get used to the herbs. Your body hasn't had anything this potent probably ever so yeah you may have certain indigestion or uh you know diarrhea for for a few days but that's rare that's like one percent of customers really rare but it does happen it does happen however other supplementation natural can cause many side effects like for example you may become worse your testosterone may drop because i know the copycatters of afro d and there are many which we've taken down one by one. I remember one time there was an, some guy selling Afro-D Max on Amazon. And we're like, what the fuck is this? Let's just order it. Let's see what the hell is in this shit. So we, we sent it to Andre in Utah. Andre opened it and he laid it out on the table and the powder was like some weird color. And then he looked at the ingredients and it was like seven or eight like weird things that we've never heard of. And, and, yeah, it was, just, and then all the preservatives, additives were there, and the other ingredients, right? So you got to look at the other ingredients. Right, let me show you. Like if you see, right? If you see our ingredients, right? It's just four ingredients. That's it. That's it, right? There's nothing else. There's they, when you look at other ingredients, in in our old bottle was organic rice flour, hundred percent natural vegetable capsules. And this is our new one, right? This is the one that just came out. If you look at this one, you'll see. You see the bamboo, right? Yeah. I don't know if you can see it, but and I'll just read it. Bamboo actually has positive benefits for you for taking that too, right? Yeah. Yeah, we don't market that because it's not, that's not the purpose, right. right? It's just there. So, so in this one, other ingredients, 100% natural vegetable capsules, 100% natural bamboo extract. So... So, so that's it. And, and so now let's move on to synthetic. A shit ton of side effects. So a lot of men nowadays, and you know, Jameson just made a TRT video a couple of weeks ago that went viral, like some newspaper picked it up in California or something and wrote an article on it. And it, it was a TRT video, testosterone replacement therapy. And a lot of guys are on it. Even guys who are in their 20s and 30s are on it, which is unbelievable. And the marketing on TRT is insane. Like when you go to the gym, 
and you see, you know when someone's on TRT, like I know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, this guy's on TRT. Yeah, sure, right? And look, no judgment on my part. Like I, I, I honestly try not to judge because it's like an ego thing and I don't want to get in there. Look, if you want to take TRT, hey man, go right ahead. That, that's your decision. But the reality is that those people who take TRT, their body stops producing testosterone naturally. Right? With Afro-D, you stop taking testosterone, you stop taking Afro-D, your testosterone is just going to stay where it is. It's not going to, it's not going to get boosted, but it's, you're not going to go lower. Right? There's, there's been customers who take Afro-D for like three years. They're got, their testosterone levels are doubled and they're like, okay, I'm good. Like all good. You did, you did your thing. But with testosterone replacement therapy, you're injecting your butt with this injection of, of chemicals, and then you do it for life. You stop, natural production goes away. But you can cycle with HCG and, and other, there's other protocols that good doctors will give you where your natural production won't stop completely. However, what dosage to give you, what cycling protocol should be, nobody knows. Like it's like, like you can give it to someone. It, it might have worked on one patient, but it won't work on this patient. It's not some cookie cutter solution. But doctors are still dealing with it. I don't know if you have seen Joe Rogan. He talks about this all the time. And, and his, because uh, Joe Rogan's on it and some of his guests are on it. And they'll say, now the best protocol is like three days on. Or you, you take it every three days, but you take a, a, like a, a partial dose. But your body will stop producing testosterone. You will be dependent on an injection. It's expensive as hell. Your balls shrink, right? And, and some of these guys are very straightforward. Like I, I've heard podcasts where it's like, yeah, you know, uh, my balls sh- shrank and that's it. Like I personally wouldn't want any of that. Uh, at all, right? And, and so you're living with all that, but there's also the really harmful side effects. I mean, these are horrible, but you can also get man boobs because if testosterone mm-hmm. converts into estrogen in a significant way, and that depends body to body, right? It depends on your estrogen receptors, your androgen receptors, and how much albumin you have, how much SHBG you have. So you got to regulate all these molecules, and it's hard to because you're just injecting testosterone and your body thinks you already have enough. So it stops producing. So you don't want that gynecomastia, that those man boobs, because they, they like people are terrified of those. And many men are depressed because they, those have grown. And, and now you're going to need some kind of estrogen blocker or, or an aromatase inhibitor which is what's converting testosterone to estrogen, to, to, to reverse man boobs. But then if you take that too much, your estrogen decreases, and then now you really have erection problems because we need estrogen for an erection. And for gaining muscle, we need estrogen. So a lot of side effects, man. Yeah, and those man boobs are me coming from the gym business. Mm. You, like... They're, they're not easy to get rid of. And I would say I don't know of anybody that's successfully been able to convert their aesthetic back to how they were pre-man boobs. It's always going to be there to a degree. 
And yeah, it does get, like you said, it does get into the mentality of people. Can people use Afro D like, let's say they take, they've been taking testosterone and their natural T drops is Afro D a possible solution for those men to bring their testosterone levels up naturally. Guys have done that successfully with Afro D. However, it depends on how deep you are. So if you've been doing TRT for, let's say 20 years, and all of a sudden your body's producing zero testosterone and you decide to stop TRT and take Afro D, well, in order for the Tonkata Lee, because the mechanism of Tonkata Lee is not elucidated yet. They're working on it. There's some proposals. One proposal is that it ignites the hypothalamus to produce gonadotropin-releasing hormone, which eventually produces testosterone. So there's one theory that, okay, it's GnRH is, is increased. Another theory is that it frees up testosterone from SHBG. So, so it's more, more free testosterone. So there's some theories, but we don't really know. But, but in order to naturally increase Afro, uh, testosterone after many, many years or decades of TRT, it will take time. Not only would you have to do an Afro-D supplementation, but also change your behavior, dial in the, the rest of the lifestyle, you know, diet, exercise, you know, get coached. And, uh, and, and again, get blood tests regularly because that's the only way to know. And there's another very important thing here. Some men can function really well with, let's say, a total testosterone of 400 nanograms per deciliter. Whereas other men would need 800 nanograms per deciliter to function the same way. So it really varies. There's no like cookie cutter thing here which most people will make you believe it's cookie cutter. Even the scientists make you believe that. The doctors definitely make you believe that. But it's a uh, it's case-by-case scenario. And yeah, people have successfully done it. I know people personally who've successfully uh, weaned off of TRT. And again, the exact protocol of weaning off, we don't know. You probably don't want to do a cold stop. You might want to just slowly decrease the dose of TRT and and, and keep taking Afro-D. You may even have to take... For most people, I recommend don't take more than the regular dose of Afro-D, but some guys take double dose because they want more results. Can't, you know, I can't do anything. I can't force them to not do it. But uh, it is possible. It just depends on how deep you are. You've already mentioned some stuff. And I just want to ask you, because there's a lot of surface-level knowledge on what testosterone means for most, it's like performance enhancement or more boners. Are what are some lesser known impacts of testosterone on physical, mental, or emotional health that maybe not everybody's mm. aware of? One thing again, I will I will speak from personal experience as well as the experience of my clients. Because unfortunately, the way science works nowadays is everyone's trying to make a pill. So everyone is trying to just feed the general belief and not look for any interesting caveats because they just want to believe and, and, you know, 
keep feeding the machine. One thing that I know that I've experienced is calmness, groundedness. But again, it's not just boosting testosterone. It is optimizing testosterone. It's not just high testosterone, but also freeing enough testosterone and making sure it doesn't bind to cortisol, for example. So in my experience, there is for sure, and, and for sure this is true for Afro D, and it's probably because of the pearl powder in there, that a lot of guys who take normal testosterone boosters, they get jittery and aggressive. Like one guy, I remember, he came into Afro D, he was trying some other supplements, and he would get in bar fights all the time. And he knew it was from those supplements. And then he told us with Afro D, doesn't, that doesn't happen anymore, and he's still getting results. So it's just optimizing that, that testosterone. Another benefit that I know, that I've noticed, and I know this has to do a little bit with risk-taking, but it is, it's something about social relationship, social connection, like almost the ability to listen and have better empathy. And again, they're not going to do this study because there's no money to be made from having like an empathy pill. Uh, maybe in the future there will be one. But there is a sense of taking the risk of being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. right? It's like, hey, it's all good. I can go introduce myself to this person. Like just the other day I was at, at the jungle gym and I saw this big muscular dude, uh, Roberto from uh, Chiapas. And uh, right away, you know, my ego, right? Like, oh, this fucker's on TRT. Fuck this guy. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You better go there. Introduce yourself. Become his friend. And I went. I'm like, hey, man. Uh, he, he just spoke in Spanish. He didn't speak very good English. So um, spoke in Spanish. And then he introduced me to his girlfriend. And... Uh, and, and we started talking and, you know, he was giving me like, okay, this is how I, this is what I look like 10 years ago. He showed me a picture and I trained this many times a day, a week. Uh, this is what I eat, so on and so forth. So this concept of vulnerability, social connection, being authentic, because being authentic is like the biggest risk, really. <laughs> it's like the biggest Mm -hmm. It's the hardest thing, telling the truth about who you are. And what I've learned from my own experience, many of my coaches, many of our clients, they just become more vulnerable. In, in nature, the alphas expose themselves, hold their head high, they expose their neck, expose their genitals. And that is a signal that they have strength. Right? They're not worried. They're not protecting because they're the alpha. And that's what comes to mind when you're talking about this, like holding your head high, chest open, your most vulnerable parts physically I'm talking about, but you're, you're even speaking about like the mental resilience and maybe even stoicism kind of going in that direction, the calmness, the security of self I will say one more thing, Ra, about that. And, and this has been done, these studies have been done where they look at uh, track runners and they measure their testosterone, like, you know, the first 250 finishes. And they'll measure everyone's testosterone and they'll see 
who has the highest at the end of the study versus the beginning of the study. And then they'll interview each person. And this is very interesting. It turns out that the ones that have the highest boost in testosterone, the highest spike in testosterone, are those who met their personal goals. Hmm. It's not the guy who won the marathon. In fact, this is going to be in average or even lower. It's the guy who was about to like die last week. And he lived and he entered the marathon. That guy. So it's the, it's the difference between what you expect versus what you attain. So having success measured by your own standards, that's a sign of high testosterone. Wow, you actually just described my athletic career. Because I, I wasn't ever the, yeah, I got first place a lot, but I wasn't ever the best compared to the entire field. But I always shocked myself on game day. And that gave me the most gratification. Yeah, I would like double or triple my expected performance. And yeah, it was such a such a high. And, and that's interesting. Because when you were just saying that, I was expecting you to say the winners, right? It was the winners that had the highest testosterone. Interesting. That's an interesting take. You have content that's produced for at doc.farhan on Instagram. And then you have an Instagram for AfroD, right? Yes. And then you have programs. It's not just the supplements that men can purchase, but you also have programs that they can go through. Yes. And what, what's entailed in those? This series with all these awesome testosterone experts is brought to you by one of my favorite supplements, Super Life Formula. It's been about five years since I've been personally using this blend of herbs and plant extracts. I don't take them every single day, but it's always in the house in case I need the extra kick. And if you're looking to rocket launch your testosterone levels, try a loading phase. Do about three to five days tripling the dose three to five days doubling the dose, and then go into the maintenance dose, which is the actual dose from then on. The company also guarantees everything they sell for 60 days on a 30-day supply, so no risk to try. And I've got a huge discount for you, 66% off your first package. Use the code HEALTH101 or find the link in the show notes. Let's start with the community, which is uh, after the supplement, it's the most important thing. So when you we have a Facebook group called AfroD Nation, and there's 11,000 customers there. And every single day, we challenge each other to do, like right now we have a 30-day movement challenge, and a bunch of guys are participating, they film themselves every day doing some movement, it doesn't matter, it could be a, a dance, it could be Tai Chi, it could be weightlifting, walking, just moving your breath, right, any movement. So the Facebook group has six full-time coaches, which is, by the way, this is all free. You can do Zoom calls with them. You can uh, speak to them on Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, whatever you like. So that's one aspect of a program that we give away for free. Another one is what something we recently started, which is very successful already, and it's called VIP coaching. So the people who want that extra hand-holding, sort of 
the coaches, you know, they, they analyze your blood tests. They give you, they tell you exactly how to get the blood test done, where to go. They give you a customized plan through, we use a trainerized app, right? So your diet, your exercise, your sleep, like the entire time management is done, customized. So if you want that type of handholding and accountability, right? Because everything is measured. So, so for example, we make sure we get our before and after pictures, weight, you know, how to measure your, the, the number of calories, right? So everything is dialed in into that app and all the student has to do is follow the steps and the coaches do all the work. And then we have a, a pre-onboarding questionnaire where we get to learn who the, the student is. Then we have an onboarding one-on-one call or it's all the coaches with the students so we can all learn. There's a mindset section of coaching, which I'm responsible for. You know, those are for people who may have some anxiety or some depression. So we can help with that because I'm the most, from all the coaches, the most well-versed and experienced in that field, you know, in neuroscience uh, related things. So, so yeah, we just have, we have a 72 year old Mike, coach Mike, who's part of uh, our coaching group, who's, uh, you know, six pack, super lean, uh, traveling the world. He's like an awesome guy. And so we have just different ages and different looks and feels. And so we have one body physique specialist, Andre, you, who specializes in you know, diet and calories and macros. So we have all of that, which is called VIP coaching. So guys can sign up for that as well. And, uh, and then we, all, we, we get feedback from our customers in Facebook all the time. So anytime they need something new, we provide it to them. I have a personal question for you. And I, wanna, I just want to comment on that, that the accountability thing is huge. And so I'm glad you're doing that. I used to be a, a, you know, I own gyms before that I was a private personal trainer and I never really understood how somebody could pay 75 to hundred dollars, like basically a high ticket, right? Like how, how, how are these people paying this amount of money just to show up and essentially like have a conversation with me? And what I now realize that I'm like an adult, that's a functioning member of society. There's, there's a lot of things that I do every single day. If I can just give money to somebody and I just show up and they tell me what to do, it actually makes it easier for me to optimize the rest of my life. And that's essentially what you're providing for these men. There's also this big thing that I, that, that I didn't mention is osmosis. Just mm-hmm. being around the coaches, because eventually all the coaches will be in Tulum in a couple of months. I've just got them a house here in my building. So they're going to have their own apartment and, and live there together. Having that osmosis of being around like-minded people who have similar goals is insane crucial. And what we're eventually going to offer is guys to come to Tulum for an immersive experience and live here in the building amongst the coaches and you know, cook together, work out together, take an ice bath together, right? Go to ceremonies together. So that just that that energy of being around someone physically oh man it's going to be gold i'm very that's, excited that's natural for men right if you think back to high school college sports days for those that played sports for those who haven't played sports if you could get around a group of men like this it's it's something that i would say is 
is necessary in your lifetime. If you haven't played sports, if you haven't been around 10, 20, 30, just men, it's like this, there's just a certain energy of that, that is extremely primal and natural and, and I feel needed as a male for you to then take out into the world, back to your families and eventually teach the next iteration of you, your kids, that energy, that male energy. So personal question, because you went from, you know, doctor of neuroscience. Now you're doing this. Is there a, is there a long-term vision or direction that you have had a glimpse of that's maybe beyond this current stage of where you're in? Have you yes. entertained that? And could you um, let us know a little bit of what you have in mind for your future self? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I've only told a few people this. So I'm going to tell you now, Ra. And now you're going to tell the world. <laughs> right, right, right. But I'm only talking to you. Don't tell anybody. Okay. Secret, <laughs> secret. No, no, you can tell. Um, since I was a kid, I've always had this inner inspiration to bring people together and just dance and freely be who they are. I've always had this since I was a kid. I, I always thought, even when I was like a teenager, I was like, why, aren't, why isn't everyone just like dancing all the time? Like, why aren't we just dancing and like, fuck everything else? Like, what is all this worrying about this and that? And why don't we just dance all the time? So I remember five years ago when I got a, a trainer and one-on-one and, -on -one and I'm still, still with him. I, he asked me, Farhan, what's your goal? I'm like, look, man, I want to get to a state mentally and physically where I can go to Union Square Station in Manhattan and dance there all day. <laughs> and the people who are around in New York City at that time, my energy and love will be such that they will have no option but to be free and dance together. And I've done this already in different metro stations and stuff in different, like Kiev even, I did this. But, but more of a, just all the time being free and playing as like someone like a fool almost, like, like playing like a fool or uh, like a, a child and just showing people that, hey, whatever problems you have, whatever obstacles you have, it's all good because you're right here. You're here, man. It's all good. And bringing that play and fun and enjoyment in people's hearts physically in real time is what I want to do after this phase. I like that. You actually got me on the dance floor the other, the other week. But I like that vision. And 
can't wait for that to manifest because it may be like you're describing it now or it may be something like who knows what the world's going to be like when it actually does come to manifest it may be something that we can't even imagine right now so that's going to be amazing do you have anything else to add about we've kind of covered where people can find you on instagram is there a website yeah, I would uh, just afrod.com. If you want to buy the supplement right away, afrod.com. Um, you can ch go to Trustpilot and see the reviews from the test all the testimonials from customers. You know, you can go on Google and see the reviews. You can go on YouTube and see all the people making videos about how great AfroD is. And uh, and then the Facebook group, AfroD Nation. You don't you don't even have to be a customer. You can join. Or uh, you know, if if you just say I you know I came from the Raw Podcast, I'll tell my coaches to let you in the the person who wants to get in so no problem you'll see the 30-day movement challenge happening that's that's where the community is man that's the that's the gold of our 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 whole company it's our community it's like awesome people awesome coaches really people are really being vulnerable there man and because it's a private group you post something that hey i, I got a boner problem with my wife your friends or their friends nobody will ever see it because it's a private group that's why we never made it public Right. So it's very like vulnerable transparency and, and, and just putting yourself out there for other men to feel your heart and help you. I really like that you brought that up as an aspect of testosterone, because I've noticed that there's the the males that are trying to be the Afro, the Afro. They're trying to be the alpha males and they do it and it's an act and you can tell that they they don't want to be vulnerable they don't speak up you know in class or in social settings and they they try to optimize their strengths and and prey on others weaknesses and it's almost like a fake alpha i think there's a name for it but then the true the true alphas don't even call themselves alphas you know but there's just the confidence, there's an aura about them that is just in complete alignment where being around men like that, you feel calm as well and you feel like you can be open. It almost like is an empowering energy that allows others to open up and, and be their authentic self. I like that. I like that that was brought up. One, one thing with regard to the alpha, this is why I always uh, have a caveat that look, testosterone is not the end all. There's a lot of stuff going on in the body, especially when it comes to hormones. When you look at studies in, in primates, like baboons, for example, or even rhesus macaques, and you, you take a, you know, the, the troop, right? They're called a troop, the group of the, the baboons. And let's say you measure everyone's testosterone levels. And so then, then you, you obviously have the testosterone levels ranked from 1 to 10 or 1 to 12, whatever. And then you also have the ranking, the dominance hierarchy, as it's called, right? Now, it turns out that there is not some direct relationship where, oh, this guy is the highest testosterone, so he's the alpha. That's not, that's not the case. But what they found is when they artificially increase testosterone in these rhesus macaques or, or baboon studies. So, so let, 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 give, let me give you an example. Let's say 
the the alpha number one, he is, let's say, picking on number two and number three, right? Mm-hmm. And number two is picking on number three and number four, number three, number four, number five, right? So you're basically picking on the people below you. Imagine, let's take, for example, number three in the dominance hierarchy, right? Not the guy with the third highest testosterone, but just the guy with the third rank. Let's say you increase testosterone in that monkey. What do you think will happen? Is he going to challenge number two and number one? Or is he going to start picking more on number four and number five? <laughs> That's an interesting question, right? I mean, I would, I would guess he would challenge. Never. He won't challenge. He'll try to dominate those below him because... And this is something we didn't mention, and this is very, very linked to testosterone, and that is keeping your status. He doesn't care necessarily about increasing his status, but he does really care that he doesn't lose his status. So he will pick more. He will become more aggressive. Aggression is also something we didn't mention too much, but when you increase testosterone in a monkey... He just becomes more aggressive. But the monkey that's like very peaceful, he becomes more peaceful. <laughs> so it, it makes you more of what you already are. And this is something people don't really, because most people haven't read the literature, and this comes out all the time. And you take, you take someone's testosterone away, it's not like there's ag- aggression will go away. No, he'll still be aggressive. So, so it's just going to make you more. Like if you give a bunch of Buddhists a bunch of testosterone, they're just going to be more peaceful. You just put in, so you mentioned something earlier about somebody being bullied at work. And I, and I, I got bullied in school and I was thinking, well, like, because I've never had a full-time job. I've always worked for myself. And I, and I just thought, wow, people, you just put in, I just got a vision of like, wow, adults are actually getting bullied at work and then now we're talking about the monkeys and and why they pick on each other because when you watch monkeys and and they're like scratching and biting each other it's like man they're they're mean to each other like what are they doing but it's about status right it's about keeping the the lower ranked monkeys in line so that they never challenge you and that same behavior is happening in the workplace and on the playgrounds that's like the whole purpose of why people bully Dude, it's the monkey stuff is so interesting. They, if if the, the alpha female when she's ovulating, like the day, like the, the the main day, the alpha has access to her. But the day before and the day after, the number two rank has access to her. And then the the two days before and the two days after, the number three guy has access to her. So it's like systematic. Like these monkeys have this crazy structure. And in fact, in Chimpland. There's been genocides, man. Like chimps get in wars with each other and they try to do genocide. Like we are not uh, alone with, with uh, wars and stuff. It, ha- it happens in monkeys too. They're savages, man. Amazing. Anything else you'd like to bring up before we wrap this up? Yeah, I want to I wanna thank you for something, Ra. Last week or the, whenever you it came last week, it was last week, yeah. Last oh, no, week when you were here, uh, it's like you're still here. 
<laughs> you mentioned something to me and you said, rely on manifestation, rely on it. We were at the beach and, and you were mm -hmm. telling me this and I, every single day, man, something comes up and I have this feeling in mm -hmm. my, in my heart said, you know what? I got to rely on that. I can't let doubt creep in because I'm going to manifest because I'm purely in belief of this and I am acting in every way possible to have this happen and enjoying it while I'm doing it. And bro, thank you, man. Thank you for waking up that manifestation and the ability to rely and fully accept and submit to that endeavor. So thank you, man, really. Yeah, thank you for receiving. I, one of my goals and one of my dreams and visions is that everybody is creating their reality. And, and I do what I can to empower others to trust in their creator abilities because personally, I would love to live in everybody's dream world you know, as opposed to some other thing that is like kind of like a mix between a nightmare and or they're just letting other things influence their reality. And I've seen it personally. I've watched others create their intentions into manifestations. And so I know that we can do it. And if we all start doing it together, then this world becomes a better place. Amen. <laughs> So thanks for sharing the update on that. Everybody, Doc Farhan is a wealth of knowledge. You just heard a lot from him on this short hour and 15 minute show. Find him on social media, join his Facebook group, go to his website. I'm sure that there's a lot of benefit for you there. Thank you so much for joining us and take care everybody thank you everybody for listening to doc farhan and hopefully you got something from his expertise and you can integrate it into your life the way that this show is structured and you may or may not have noticed it but i was asking all five of these testosterone experts the same five questions so one of those questions is what is testosterone so we got a varied perspective of the answer to that question from all five of our subject matter experts what we're going to be doing next week is monday through friday we're going to be releasing every one of those five questions and then we cut up the answers to our five testosterone experts and then we list them out in a single show so we're releasing five shows next week that are going to be the varied answers to the five questions that i asked the five testosterone experts and that's the whole structure of the show we've got a series that consists of one topic five experts we ask them each five questions and then we've got in a series, we've got the five full interviews, and then we've got five more shows, which are the five questions answered by the five experts. Hopefully you, got, hopefully you guys enjoy that. And the next topic we have after that is hair. And so we've got five more experts in the subject of hair, five more questions that we're gonna ask all five of them. We're gonna have five varied answers. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>